Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Mom Bitch. I am your host, Alonda, and I'm so happy you chose to tune in today. This is episode number 12 from Coach Bag to Baby Bag. How was y'all week? Mine was all right. I can't complain too much. Um, I have been on a little, I have been on edge a little the past week. Um, I don't know why. I thought I was going to start my menstrual cycle, <laughs> but it hasn't came yet. Um, just everything was just on my nerve, but hey, sometimes that's life. Things happen. Sometimes you're not always as happy or in a a good mood like you should be. So I feel a lot better today. So hopefully whatever was going on with me has passed. (laughs) Um, On Friday, I had my, finally had my first night of floor training with the new job. Um, it was all right. Um, I mean, shit, it is what it is. Um, I done came to the conclusion that at most nursing jobs, you're not going to get effective training. I hate to say that, but that is what I've came across. It doesn't matter whether it's a large company or a small company. Their training strategy is just to pair you up with nurses that works on the floor. And nine times out of ten, they have a problem with training you because they're burnt out, they're stressed out, they're working too hard, they're not getting paid extra money for training you, they just don't feel like doing it, so... I don't know. I don't know how that's going to change in the future. It's unfortunate because especially working in a long-term care facility, um, man, it'd be so many slack ass nurses and it's like, it's like a toxic environment because it's, it's like you come in and you be paired up with the slack nurse and then you start picking up her bad habits and, um, I haven't had much experience in long-term care facilities, but every time I've went there, it's always seemed like that same type of scenario. So pray for me as I pray for myself and hopefully, you know, things will work out. I really want to like this job because like I said, the money is good. They, um, they was trying to offer me additional shifts for the weekend to work, um, premium shifts, but I'm not out of, you know, premium pay. So basically you're getting paid even more money to work those particular shifts because they're short staffed and they need people to volunteer to work. So they're offering more money. However, the scheduling lady thought that I was still on, that I would be off of orientation, but I just started orientation. So couldn't do that but if I like the job and end up staying at the job then I definitely wouldn't mind picking up some shifts sometimes we shall see um with that being said I mean this transition just everything that's been going on in general over the last several months has really made me feel burned out in my career um the love for it is just not there right now. And 
I don't know what to do and I don't know how I can change that feeling. So I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to think about what else I want to do in life. I mean, I definitely have things that I want to accomplish outside of nursing, but nursing is just job security. So you definitely need that these days. So if you haven't already listened to it, I did do a bonus episode. That's episode 11.5. And that was also my first video podcast episode. If you listen to this podcast on Spotify, you can go on there and just click on the link for my YouTube channel um, from the episode 11.5. Other than that, the YouTube channel is the same name, Let's Mom Bitch. Now, the video is not extravagant. (laughs) It is in my house, on my couch, just a little grainy, you know, but I just wanted to just jump out there and get started because all I'll do is keep procrastinating about transitioning to video and then it may never happen. So I went ahead and recorded that one on video. I think what I'm going to do now for now on or... What I'm going to do for right now is record my bonus episodes on video. So because, you know, I want to practice doing the video, I'll probably be doing more bonus episodes and just to um, create traffic on my YouTube channel. And then I'll eventually transition the whole podcast to video as well as, you know, the audio version. So If you haven't checked it out yet, go ahead and check it out. Leave a comment, like, share, and subscribe. And just like I always say, hang in there with me because we're going to get this thing popping and we're going to get it right. So I checked the mail a couple days ago and I had received a letter from my son, Tristan, and apparently one of their um, projects for Mother's Day was to write your mom a letter and mail it to her. So my son mailed me my letter and it basically say, I love you, mom. You're a great mom. You buy me things and you know, all the stuff that little kids say. But the part that got me and the part that really triggered my mommy guilt was he said something along the lines of, although you work a lot, I know you still love me and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm not brushing it off, but I just don't have the letter in front of me. But um, it really made me sad because I don't want him to just always be like, my mommy works a lot. And um, I don't want that to make him feel neglected. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to spend all the time that I can spend with my children especially while they're young because you don't get that time back and I want to be I want him to know that I'm a strong hard-working mom but I also want him to know that I'm always be here for him and I don't want to be too absent from his life and Tristan has really gotten the short end of a stick in end of the stick in this situation because 
you know, he was my baby that I went to nursing school behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was his birth that caused me to, like, stop playing around, stop working at these bullshit-ass jobs and get a career so I'll be able to provide for him with or without anybody's help. You know what I'm saying? And, um... So me going to nursing school, working at the same time during nursing school, working two jobs just to make sure that he's provided for and him having to be, you know, at home or with the babysitter or whatever a lot. I really have a lot of guilt about that. And um, when we talk about nursing guilt, I was online and I was trying, I'm sorry, mommy guilt. When talking about mommy guilt, I was online and I wanted to get a proper definition for it. And I came across this article on betterup.com. The article was written by Erin Ito, PhD. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's E-A-T-O-U-G-H, Ito. Anyway, it says the feeling of guilt women experience related relating to their kids they constantly worry about making mistakes and try to get everything right mom guilt comes from an unrealistic ideal of a perfect mom well in some cases i believe that's true but mom guilt for me isn't that i'm trying to be the perfect mom it's that i'm trying to be a present mom you know what i'm saying i don't think that being away from your kids so much is very beneficial although you have to make money to provide a roof over their head and clothes on their back and to feed them and to get them all the luxuries that they want and now with Shay and I having a new baby um it doesn't get easier you know it's it's even more a financial strain so we're both kind of like like we went from I wouldn't say we were big ballers, but when we first got together, he was making a good amount of money a week. I was making a good amount of money a week, and we had so much money left over to do what we want. And now, sometimes it just feels like we're working paycheck to paycheck, and it's still not enough. A lot of that has to do on his behalf with... um, his uh, company losing a big contract about a year ago um and then on my behalf just when I transitioned from being a home health nurse to being a a traditional employee with a company (laughs) the money decreased the pay is is lower than what I was getting paid and I'm waiting on pay because my current job is bi-weekly pay and my previous job was, you know, weekly pay and it was more pay. So, yeah, that's what we're dealing with. And um, I don't know. I just don't know how to rectify the situation because I can't cut back on hours because I'm already not getting the money that I want to get now. You know what I'm saying? And... um I don't know. I mean, it helps for Tristan that he goes to school during the day. But in the summertime, um, 
I could see it being an issue as far as us spending time with each other. But the good thing about it is that I do have the weekends off and we are definitely going to continue to keep those weekends filled with fun activities. And if he's in sports or anything, I know that there'll be games and stuff like that that we'll be attending. So hopefully that makes up for the time that I'm not with him. Um, Nyla is a different story. I kind of want to be present for her more. You know, I, I don't want to have to do the same thing that I did with Tristan. However, we still have to be able to provide for her. So the only thing we can do is pray for, pray for answers and pray for relief and, um, Hopefully those these finances will just surplus <laughs> if that's the correct thing to say. So let's get into the topic of today and it's um basically a co- a continuation of what I was just talking about. Um the episode title is From Coach Bag to Baby Bag. And um, what made me think of that title was I was carrying my coach bag um, a couple days ago. And it's a, you know, a larger bag. And um, when I opened it up, it had everything in it. It had my like little wallet, stuff from work, you know, my stethoscope and my pen light. And it also had baby toys and diapers and all that stuff. So basically my coach bag done turned into a baby bag. (laughs) And not only that, it's just, you know, just to continue to talk about finance, it's like, Prior to finding out we were having Nyla, you know, I was finally getting to a place where it was okay for me to splurge a little bit on a coach bag here and there or a watch or a piece of jewelry or, you know, my husband could splurge on, you know, stuff like that for me and for itself. And um, now, like I said, things have been so tight, but... um, I mean, I know that that just comes along with the, you know, life and the raising of children and, you know, the good and bad times for your finances. And, you know, I just think that it's very important for us to continue to work towards financial stability. And for me, that's going to come with finally settling on what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, Maybe there's not one thing that I'm going to do for the rest of my life, but I know whatever I do, I want it to be profitable and beneficial for my family and myself. Um, So as I was talking about earlier about the struggles and the guilt of being a working mom, I don't think that I can do anything about that until I get to a place where I don't have to work so much. And I definitely want to get to that place one day. Um, Living paycheck to paycheck is no fun. Like I said, we had 
a little more financial freedom prior to having Nyla, but right now it's just tight. So um, just sitting down with my husband and speaking with him about our plans for our financial future is something that I think that we need to talk a little more seriously about in the coming months. Um, But not only that, like, I think it's very important for moms to, to get, to do self-care from time to time. Um, Dads too, but um, you can't just work and work and work and work all the time and there'll never be play. There's never time for you to, get pampered or just enjoy life and and you know just have some relaxation I um haven't been able to do um anything over the last couple months it's just been a lot going on but I usually um do things with the mommy group but the last mommy group get together I did end up missing and um I just don't want to miss anymore I actually need them or us to plan some more frequent um outings because just like I've said many times to just be able to have a couple of hours away from the kids to have brunch or lunch or dinner or a movie with your homegirls or if it's fathers with your homeboys or family members, whoever you want to kick it with, it's definitely much needed at least, I say at least twice a month. Um, you should be able to get out away from the kids and just do some self-care and enjoy life, you know. Um, yeah, so I need to get back on that. It's it's warm outside now. Um Shit, my hot girl summer done got canceled two summers in a row. (laughs) And now I'm married, so I don't think I can have a hot girl summer. (laughs) But maybe it can be a hot um, husband and a hot wife summer. We'll see. We need to get out there. I know I mentioned to you all a couple times before about the fact that I um, have been going to therapy. Um, My therapy sessions are virtual. Um, I've been doing it since around September of last year. And um, it's really helped me to work through a lot of issues that I had, like within myself about body image and relationship and working kids um but I think that now with the changes with work and um you know the recent marriage and all that stuff I really think that um therapy is now going to move towards other topics um I spoke to my therapist briefly about my relationship with my mom and my siblings. Um, But we really haven't been able to dive deep into those relationships. So I think now my therapy sessions are going to move towards that direction. And I say that because I think that it's 
very important to maintain a healthy relationship with your parents as you, you know, as an adult, because, um, being able to like talk to your parents and reflect on your childhood and just, you know, reflect on the lessons that you were taught and learned, um, through childhood and even to address any trauma that you experienced, um, between you and your parents. Um, I think that your upbringing in one way or another shapes the person that you are. And it's a lot of individuals walking around here messed up because their relationship with their parents are so, is so traumatic. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that that's the next topic of discussion. Um, it's just very troubling to me when I see people who don't talk to their parents. Um, and in some cases, it may not be their fault. Their parents may be the toxic individuals. Um, but I do feel like in any situation, if, if you're not going to talk to them, there has to be some type of closure in order for you, excuse me, to be able to progress mentally in life um, when it comes to that situation. Um, I just couldn't imagine Nyla or Tristan not speaking to me like I love them so much. I show them so much love. I take care of them. And I know that will continue throughout life. And I just couldn't imagine them not speaking to me. I would be so devastated. And I say that part because um, I know my... um, And I don't want to speak on his situation too much. But my um, ex, Tristan's dad, um, him and his mom just do not talk and it's on his part because she you know periodically will call and crying crying and have you heard from him I don't understand why he don't call me he don't check on me I love him so much this that and that and then she kind of like projects that onto me and Tristan but the thing with with her relationship with Tristan is Tristan has his own phone like if you're just sitting around waiting on me to contact you in order for you to talk to Tristan you're gonna be waiting a long time because it's hard for me to remember to call my own mama let alone calling somebody else's mama and then I tell Tristan you know you need to call your grandma you need to check on your grandma but he's a kid he's only nine years old he's not worried about calling nobody like you know, yeah, maybe I can be on his ass a little bit more, but I just feel like if she wanted to see him, she wanted to do something with him, she would do that just like his mama and papa do, which is not even his blood relatives. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody in those situations need to make an effort, but I'm not trying to get off track. I'm just saying that the fact that they don't talk is disturbing to me. And I know that that's mostly on his behalf, but it comes down to he has some unhealed trauma in that relationship that 
needs to be addressed and he needs to go to counseling, she needs to go to counseling, and then they need to go to counseling together if they want to have a continue to have a future with each other and especially before it's too late because life is too short and you never know what will happen to somebody. So I just feel like that situation needs to be rectified and I just, like I said, I couldn't imagine that being me and my children. And talking about relationships with um, adult relationships with your parents, um, my mom and I, and I want to dive into this in therapy, but we have an excellent relationship when we're not around each other. But every time we were around each other, you know, as I became an adult, we just always bumped heads. Our personality doesn't click. And a lot of it, I feel like, and I'm sure she would say different, but she doesn't have an open mind. She's stubborn, like she's set in her ways. So you try to tell her something or explain something to her or ask her to do something. And she just, you know, just set in her ways and... When my sister died two years ago, my sister, she was disabled. She was born with a condition called spina bifida. So my mom dedicated her whole life into taking care of her. But she she got sick unexpectedly, and then she died. And um, after that, I really wanted my mom to move down south with me. I wanted her to be around Tristan, you know, at the time, and... um, she just will not do it. I mean, I don't, the only thing that's keeping her up there is my brother, who is, um, he's the oldest of, you know, five, five of us. And he's an alcoholic and he stays in the house with her. And she feels like if she leaves, he leaves, like even just for a visit, I'm not talking about permanently, but for a visit, she can't even come visit because she just feel like her house will be all in disarray. Okay, well, now you have the freedom to move about because you don't have to care for my sister anymore. So now a grown-ass man who does not want to change, does not want to get help for himself, or is having a hard time getting help for himself, I don't know. But now that's keeping you from coming to visit or moving down with your daughter and spending time with your your grandchildren. You know what I'm saying? I just think that all of this stuff has been a burden on her somewhat all of these years. And she just won't, like, get herself out of it. And I definitely understand because, you know, as a mother, you want your children to be all right. But I don't know that... I would be having a grown ass man in my house for years who don't want to get help for themselves. I would help them get into a program. I wouldn't want to see them out on the street. But at some point, you have to stop enabling people and um, let them figure it out on their own. Like, there's only so much that you can do yourself in order to help somebody else so 
I guess that's the my biggest frustration right now with my relationship with my mom. She'll be 80 years old next year. She does not need to be taking care of no grown-ass man. She needs to be living the rest of her life and making it the best of her life. And I definitely know that she would enjoy being around her grandchildren um, and being in a different atmosphere, but she won't do it. She won't budge on it, so... It's extremely frustrating. So I just ask that you all pray for us. And I pray that things get better on on that front. Or, you know, that I would be able to cope with, with the situation. Because like I said, this our relationship hasn't been all that great since I've became an adult. But, um... I would love for it to be much better and I would love to be around her a lot more. I'm just not willing to go back into a toxic environment and I feel like my hometown is a toxic environment. So I moved away years ago for a reason and I didn't turn back and I don't plan it. So pray for us. All right. Well, I think that I am going to end the episode on that note. Um, We are going to get into fishbowl combo. I will do two questions for you all today. I'm mixing them up real good. And let's see what we have. Question number one. What hobby do you wish you were good at? I wish that I was good at like making cakes and cupcakes and treats like um, a lot of people are out here selling. Like I just think people are just so creative. But if I could make my own like cakes, birthday cakes and wedding cake and whatever, you know, I I just I just want to be creative like that. Um, I'm a good cook. I bake well. But as far as like decorating, like these people be decorating I would really love to learn that and, you know, make it a hobby. Question number two. It says, if you could move anywhere in the world, where would you go? I've been wanting to get to Dubai. Um, I'm a little skeptical about foreign countries um (laughs) especially a place like Dubai but I just here it's just so beautiful and um I know you know I watch Ratchet TV so I watched the Real Housewives of Dubai and I mean it just made me even more interested in going there and also one of my favorite movies Sex in the City they um went over to Dubai and I mean, I don't know, but it's just interesting to me. So I, I definitely want to visit there. And Real Housewives of Dubai made me want to live there. So <laughs> we'll see. I know I'm not going to move to another country, but to go there and visit, I think that would be pretty dope. With that being said, that is the end of episode number 12 from Coach Bag the Baby Bag. 
I hope you enjoyed the episode. Again, my YouTube YouTube channel is active. I do have that one video up, which was the bonus episode 11.5. Go ahead and check it out. Like, share, and subscribe. And stay tuned for the next bonus episode um, that may be uploaded any day now. Um, you Again, you can also follow me on um instagram at let's mom bitch you can email me i definitely would love to hear some feedback from you all um, my email address is let's mom.b.podcast at gmail.com and as always you can listen to me on spotify apple or wherever you receive your podcast and now it's time for the affirmation of the day and that affirmation is i want more money and that's okay. With that being said, you all have a good evening, a good week, and I will talk to you next time. Good night.